When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily, and we're back with a scoop du jour and a dear DST. Yeah, okay, so the scoop du jour this week is a TikTok trend that we have both seen um, where people, it's called the 100 pounds less trend. People are using CapCut to, exactly what it sounds like, make themselves look 100 pounds less than they are right now. Um, Most of these people are starting at a weight that would make that, you know, not, 40 pounds at the end of it. Right, not negative 50 pounds. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And they're using it for thinspo? Yeah. I mean, that's based on the videos that I've seen. That's Mm -hmm. what people are mainly using it for is like, I want to lose weight. So let's see what I would look like Mm -hmm. if I was thinner as inspiration for me to start my journey. Um, Which initially I was like, okay, well, that's not really that different from when I was in college and I saw a friend of mine, her roommates had a thin spo wall in their dorm room with Mm -hmm. all the skinniest celebrities at the time. But then when I thought a little more deeply about it, I'm like, no, wait a second. This is more fucked up than that because this is you. This Mm. is an image. Well, it's a fake image of what you would look like, but it's using your likeness. So it's almost like, look at what you could be. That's exactly, yeah. And I don't know. It seems like if that was available to me um, when I was in college and I was trying to lose weight and I went on a really serious diet, I would have just been so disappointed if I didn't look like that. Like how Mm. accurate could this filter even be? Right. So I think initially people were using the filter to make AI give them headshots for like a LinkedIn profile. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's just like it puts you in like a suit that you don't have to like buy. And it make, puts you in a professional setting like that. Totally. That works. Mm. Um, even with that, though, a bunch of people were like, mm, that's not quite how I would look if I was in these situations. Like right. it is a little different. And it made me think like I, kn- I know that for some people this 
has been really nice for them. You know, like they have said that they liked seeing what they could look like and stuff. But I am somebody who I learned Photoshop in like seventh grade because I wanted to make a picture of me kissing a celebrity man. Um, Wait, that was the reason why you picked up Photoshop? (laughs) Yeah. Who did you want to be making out with? Well, don't worry about it. You don't want to say? No, because he's bad now. It was Barney the purple dinosaur. No. <laughs> you know he had he had scandals. Um, um okay, you don't have to say. But I'll yeah. just imagine the worst person possible. <laughs> no, it's somebody who's like really hot who did something very problematic this week. Putin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, continue. So while learning Photoshop, I also was unhappy with my body and I would shrink things. I would make my arms look smaller. I would make my hips smaller. I would, uh, I've mentioned this before, I'd give myself nose jobs, all this stuff, that that's not necessarily how it's going to look when you lose weight. Right. Like I, the arms were the biggest thing for me that I would shrink them and make them a completely different shape that does, my body does not have the capacity to do that. Or I would shrink my hip dips or whatever where it's like, no, your skeleton cannot do that. You no, know, your bones aren't going to shrink. No. So I would say that like the obvious stuff of this is like, well, you can also look back at old pictures of you when you were your quote unquote ideal weight. And that's n- also not going to inspire you that much. Yeah, but those are real. But yes, that's the thing. At least those are real. This is a complete fabrication. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, Say you do go on like a horrible crash diet or you develop an eating disorder and you don't achieve this thing, then you're like mentally unwell and you're not going to reach that goal of like what you're allegedly supposed to look like. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I think it it just fucks with your mind to see. I mean, I, I even kind of not as strongly, but I kind of felt this way when um, when people were doing the AI portraits mm-hmm. because I was just like, oh, I don't want to see myself as a Renaissance painting. Like, that's just going to make me feel bad when I look in the mirror, you know? I can never be that idealized version of me, and that breaks my heart. And I, I don't want it to break my heart. Is the Renaissance your ideal version of you? Yeah, like <laughs> me on a, on a um, fainting couch one Mm. of those that the ladies used to have Mm -hmm. with like a a cup of tea in a porcelain teacup yeah Yeah. like I would love no Versailles hairdo that's like eight feet tall come on fabulous but but this is what I'm saying is like that's not really me even though it kind of looks like me and this filter is not really you even though it is based on your image yeah it's not really you um do I think it's necessarily bad for somebody to have like a goal weight of a hundred pounds less if that's what they want? No, if, if that's really what you want, Mm -hmm. then, then fine. But all this fantasizing about like, well, who's underneath all these layers of fat? Like, okay. Last week we had Bobby Elfie in the studio Mm -hmm. and she said something that actually stayed with me Mm -hmm. long after the interview. And it wasn't what I expected to stay with me. She said something like um, that she would have these thoughts sometimes about who's underneath what I'm seeing now. Mm. Like, and I've heard this before, you know, 
everybody has a thin person waiting to come out. And but it's still you. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what bugs me about it is like it's still you. So why are we projecting this image that we are that we've just decided is better? Mm. It's still you. Um, and that's that's like kind of what breaks my heart about these filters. There's also I think a lot of it is like it will it just removes stuff from areas that it might not if you you know like well you said with the arm thing it's like you, you it could be losing, your neck yeah. a lot of, I think a lot of it is people are like oh my face would be more defined or my cheekbones would be more defined and it's like not necessarily they probably would be you know if you actually lost 100 pounds you probably would see it in your face but not necessarily to As the drastic, degree yeah, yeah. And, and so it's making Big assumptions. I mean, one thing that I thought, I thought it when I lost weight, and I didn't lose 100 pounds. I, I lost more, maybe like 70, mm -hmm. um, which is still a lot. Um, I thought that I would have more of a flat stomach. Like I thought I would mm. have more of a, I guess I do have more of a waist, but I thought I would have nothing there. Yeah. And that's just genetic. That's yeah. just, I just have that. And a lot of women do. And also we have uteri. So obviously we, you know, many, most women don't have a perfectly flat stomach. Mm -hmm. We have a whole reproductive system in there um, that keeps it from being flat. And but, there's a lot of people that are 200 pounds and above who don't have neck stuff, you yeah, know, like it's, that, that's it's also literally genetic, genetic yeah. and it's based on your family history and that's fucking it. Like there's no neck ups that you can do. Oh yeah, like the chicken dance. Yeah, like I've seen people do that before. Yeah, yeah. I there are certain places I'm that we just hold more fat for genetic reasons, mm -hmm. and um, there's really no point stressing out about it. Another thing that I really don't like is the fact that it's on TikTok and that people can comment under it because I've seen some oh, of these yeah. videos. Everybody's and people, like, "You look amazing," and yeah. it's like, "No, that AI image." that you're seeing you like the look of, but this person might not, like you're saying that they don't at this current state. Yeah, you're saying that body is better than the body that you actually yeah. have. And that's just so damaging. It's so damaging. Like I said, if somebody wants to lose weight for whatever reason, whatever reason they have, it's yeah. their business. But the this is so much better than this and how could you want to be this? I. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. I won't I also, be doing it. <laughs> just going back to like looking at pictures of myself when I was smaller, like that's not even thin spo for me because I don't know. There's just something that I'm like, it feels unattainable. It feels like that was me at a younger age. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I, I'm always of the mindset of like, try to fix your brain first, like, and how oh, yeah. you view yourself. Um, I think you can do the two simultaneously. Yeah. Um, but I mean, a few weeks ago, we were talking about the aging filter. And that's another one that's like, why are we torturing ourselves with this stuff? Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of the reason why I get turned off by TikTok sometimes. It's like, why are we like, it, it, I understand what is appealing about it. Just like I understand why somebody would want to, <sighs> this is kind of far-fetched, but like, you can go on the internet and you can see like crazy surgeries and you can see like mm -hmm. people who have insane injuries and bones sticking out of their skin. You know, you can see like really horrific shit. 
And that is what is appealing to people about that stuff um, is that like you can just log on and see this shit. But that doesn't mean it's good for us. And it doesn't mean that we should be looking at it. And not everybody necessarily is getting fed that stuff. Like I do not know what these bone <laughs> sticking oh out my God. videos well, are. So I get fed these this type of content because I like watching like pimple popping. Because you're and, engaging in similar things. But, yeah. but that to me is not similar. Mm. It, it, yeah, I'm being bombarded by like really graphic medical things that oh, I don't okay. have the stomach for. But pimple popping to me is so much more benign. Like, it's mm-hmm. just different to me. But I think because it's in a medical setting, yeah. then yes, I am being... And I think I get these uh, 100-pound less videos because I engage with a lot of stuff where people are talking about anti-diet stuff. Yeah. And it's weird that it gets coupled in in the same thing. And I'm, I'm almost like, oh, my God, I don't want to see this. But I do, like, again, if it is helping certain people that they're like, ooh, I like being able to see this version of me, then, like... That's fine. I, I'm not going to judge anybody, you know, but it does. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't see it actually being that inspiring, but maybe it is. I I, I think for most people, it's not going to be helpful in the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think chasing any aesthetic goal is not the most effective way to go about getting healthy or getting in shape and I, I mean, I, I say that mainly from personal experience, but I just I don't think looking at a, a an artificial version of you. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it might get you excited to be like, oh, like, look how great I can look, whatever. But yeah. six months down the line, I just don't think an aesthetic goal is enough. Yeah. But, you know maybe you know you know do what you want it's like everybody has the freedom to use these filters if they want to it could be the thing too that like when I did the AI thing I was like oh I don't like how symmetrical she is and that made me appreciate other aspects of my face oh yeah I remember. so maybe it's like oh that person's pretty but she's pretty because she has my eyes you know like yeah maybe it could be helpful for people in that way I'm not sure but it just seems like an odd trend and what you said about the comments, like people being like, hell yeah, <laughs> yes, look like this. And it's like, right. you can tell somebody like, yeah, take better care of yourself if you want to. But it's like, no, that is better than you right now. Mm-hmm. Seems a little, I don't know. And it's just based off an image. It's yeah. not based off anything else. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime 
always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life, so it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Should we move on to our Dear DST? Yeah. Dear DST, I am writing on my flight home from the Midwest from a required work conference on a Saturday. Boo. And I can't stop thinking about one of those speakers. Um, The Saturday event was for clients and focused on health, wealth, and thriving or something cheesy like that. We are a wealth management firm and don't like bogging our clients down too much with purely financial presentations. A lot of them are retired and in their 60s plus. I assume the age demographic is the reason for one of our speakers, David Sinclair. His presentation focused on scientific research, and he and his students are working on to delay, avoid, and even reverse aging. I'm not a scientific person, but I was kind of smelling some bullshit, but was open to hearing his presentation, mainly because I was required to, but I digress. However, his presentation turned outrageous, in my opinion, at the end. He prescribed a diet to the point of going a little hungry every day and supplements, photos of slides attached. I had a visceral reaction to this 
and actually started feeling hot and sweaty. I exclaimed to my coworkers at my table, all men, uh, shaking my head, finance jobs, how fucked up and ridiculous. They all kind of smirked and nodded, but certainly weren't outraged like I was. It bothered me because I've done a lot of work over the past couple of years to understand and not be afraid of the proper nutrition needed for my endurance athletic endeavors. But regardless of someone's fitness goals or lack thereof, it bothered me that someone with a PhD would tell 4,000 people in a room such toxic advice. I also wondered what comments audience members might make or at least think to themselves if it was a woman giving the presentation, recommending two meals and no snacking. I'm not sure what my question is, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Is this appropriate at a work event? Was this irresponsible of the people forming the event? Why are we so obsessed with aging to the point that the pursuit to avoid it would leave us depleted of necessary calories and energy? I can't tell if my reaction is a sign of being too sensitive or of how much I've grown from listening to your podcast and researching my own needs for my athletic goals. Another question, if you've heard of this guy, David Sinclair, what are your opinions? You clearly know mine. Signed, a starving cynic. And then she said, P.S. I saw Remy's Friday night show in Arlington, Virginia, and I brought two friends. You were great. I love you. I attached a pic we took. I'm the one in green. I remember you guys. I love you. Thank you for coming. And thank you for writing us. David Sinclair sounds crazy. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, okay, so I hadn't heard of this man, but me neither. I did look him up. You know, I there's a lot to read about him, and there's a lot of, of research that you can read. He is a uh, professor at Harvard, and he is a biologist. And um, most recently, he's done studies on rats. And I could show you this picture, Remy. He took two rats that were in the same litter mm -hmm. and starved one. <laughs> yeah, basically, like he got put one on an intermittent fasting thing, like basically is doing all the all of this stuff that he is now uh, recommending for humans. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hilarious because this mouse is, is like salt and pepper, like old and gray. Like this mouse probably carries a cane. Uh -huh. And the other mouse is young. He's got a thick coat. You know, yeah, he knows how to hair. text. Yeah, he knows how to text. He knows how to use TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I find it really funny, these two rats side by side, because it's just like, this is the old rat. Yeah. Back in my day, our cheese was unlimited. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I generally, and, and this is not even related to this, but generally when somebody starts citing studies that have been done in rats and saying like the, that the same should apply to humans, I'm almost immediately out just because clearly the science is not there. It has not been tested on humans for long enough. Our biology is so different and so much more complex than a rat's. Um, and our lifespan is way longer too. So I don't actually think that is so reliable. Um, but aside from that, like we don't even need to talk about, because we're not experts. We don't know, we, we haven't been studying this shit. We don't know the validity of whether you can reverse your biological age or any of like that guy that like gets his son's blood put into him or whatever. Have you heard about that guy? No. He's like, spends like millions of dollars to like look young and like he puts his son's blood yeah, into something his body? like that have you guys heard of that guy N no that's so crazy like he th there's a there's a subset of these guys like i call them pop scientists mm -hmm. and they just do crazy things to their body and they're like but this optimizes my health and you're like yeah but i don't know if anybody could actually live like that you know like could it 
in theory, might it be true that if somebody were to eat just one meal a day and um, take a million supplements every day, might they live longer or might they live a life free of memory loss and other afflictions that we get when we're older? Mm -hmm. Maybe. However, is that reverse aging? It's not a thing. I mean, it's not a real thing. Yeah. This whole thing about like your biological age, like maybe you could improve your memory. Yeah. I'm not going to say that's impossible. I just think the methodology for getting there is not a life worth living. Like if it's between me eating one meal a day and taking my body weight in supplements every day and and having a perfect memory when I'm old, or if it's me actually living my life, allowing flexibility, eating three meals a day like I like to. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, maybe in the future I won't remember my grandchild's name. Fine. That's just me. Like, I, I think it's not worth it to... Uh, especially on on research that is not even solidified um, to change your whole life and to restrict your eating so, so much Mm -hmm. just in case you could live longer or not suffer from some of these. So I think that the reason why maybe they included this in a work conference is because this seems like a way to just be like work harder, like spend less time eating food like you don't need a lunch break (gasps) do you know what I mean yeah like yeah like you guys are spending too much time eating like yeah but also I think like a lot of these um like speakers that go and talk to specifically business people like they always talk about like like being hungry for like making more and like trying like hungry yeah uh, but hungry in a different way uh and like this just seems like a very weird tie-in that it's like yeah like stay motivated and like stay hungry but it's like no you don't have to like literally stay hungry like (laughs) yeah when they say hungry they mean you know a drive for success not starving yourself and I think it's true what you said about like oh what if a woman was giving this presentation like I do think there would be people looking around the room being like well that doesn't apply to us because like she's just yeah, that's that's interesting. I still think that some people might buy into it or, or go along with for it. Sure. But here's the thing. This was a presentation for clients that you say they're all in their 60s plus. It, it's just it's so on the nose that somebody would be like, who do we get for the old people? Mm-hmm. Like, who who are the senior citizens going to want to listen to? Let's get someone who says that they can reverse age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I completely understand that. And um, I think you have to have some kind of uh cognitive dissonance when you see this stuff like okay that that is just one philosophy and that is something that he is studying it's something that he's clearly very passionate about but that doesn't mean that you have to agree with it I can see why you were getting really upset I probably would have been upset too watching this presentation but also like where is all of the uh suggestions to like do like brain puzzles like things that actually like yeah can help your memory and your brain elasticity you know like food we've learned like your brain needs carbs to like function 130 grams a day this seems counterintuitive to me I feel weird saying that about somebody who is at Harvard I know you know like so it, it does. It's it strikes me as odd. But this is the thing. It's like even if there is some validity to what he's saying for humans, mm-hmm. 
Is that a life worth living? I personally don't think so. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I think another thing is when we talk about this anti-aging stuff, it really comes down to our fear of death. Mm. None of us want to die. We're all scared of death. We're all scared of getting old. I... I'm going to be completely honest. I, I'm scared of it, too. I'm scared of the idea of being really old and my health declining and eventually dying. It keeps me up at night sometimes. I'm so scared, you know. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you need to, like, resort to things that are decreasing your current quality of life. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe in that. I, I also think that most of this stuff comes down to genetics. At the end of the day, one of the oldest or if not the oldest recorded man I don't believe he's alive anymore but he was a Japanese man who ate fish every day so you Drank know red wine uh, yeah so like this plant-based diet is the key to living longer because that's one of the things that David Sinclair says is you know eat a plant-based diet that clearly wasn't true for that Japanese man who lived to be 120 years old how old is the oldest rat that's a good question the oldest rat. He's four. You, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's actually four and a half, Remy, and yeah. he eats only salad. Yeah. And only once a day. But again, he's not talking about 
getting outside and working out your muscles no. and strengthening your body or doing these brain puzzles because they would take away from working. Yeah, true. Like, I just imagine people that are like, okay, we go into the office. I know that this was for clients, but yeah, it's like it the people clients. who are working there too, like, like are sitting there being like, okay, cool. So we go into the office at like 6 a.m. We eat nothing. We're so hungry. We're so hungry. Uh, then we eat a big dinner. And like, I'm like, I imagine these people like withering away. Yeah, at least mentally. Like, can you imagine going into yeah. an office and not eating all fucking day they're like and also don't stretch your legs because <laughs> right <laughs> right for you. i you know the the last thing that really bugged me about this is that what he is advising people to do which i look i looked it up he he does a 20 hour to four hour fast meaning he has a four hour window during the day that he eats and he's allowed to eat yeah. yeah so usually it's like a really big meal at dinner and then he doesn't eat all day could you, in theory, get used to this? Yeah. And I've heard from people who've done intermittent fasting before mm -hmm. that you do eventually get used to it. However, that's not going to work for everybody. And for me, hearing that, like, don't eat for 20 hours and then you have four hours you can eat. That's literally what I would do in the late stages of my eating disorder mm -hmm. was not eat all day and then kind of eat past the point of being full at night because I was restricting all day. That's he what also I was doing. Suggests eating like a handful of nuts or whatever if you get too hungry. I'm like, okay, almond Sinclair. Uh huh. <laughs> he is almond Sinclair. He's almond Sinclair. Yeah. So like the things that he's advising. Also, he advises taking metformin or berberine. What? <laughs> yep. If you see, because she sent us some of these slides, supplements, NAD boosters. I don't know what that is. Berberine or metformin. Reservatol and Fizetin. Like, I don't know what a lot of these supplements are, but that one stuck out to me was the um, berberine or metformin, a thousand milligrams. He advises taking aspirin every day. Like, the, you know, this is one philosophy. I'm not going to be so quick to call bullshit on it, but a lot of it seems questionable. Yeah, a lot of it seems like take these slides to your doctor after like especially if there are older people in the audience that I'm like they could be going through like some other like health concerns mm -hmm. and then you're telling them to like not eat all day like oh my god I don't know it doesn't yeah. it doesn't sit well with me yeah and also just like this batch says who wrote the email yeah you know she has certain athletic needs throughout the day yeah. like you you can't can you work out if you fast all day I don't see how that would be possible uh, but Again, like we're not here to debate whether or not this could be sustainable or could be possible for somebody to do. It just it seems like very extreme measures that you don't need to go to and to to say like, oh, you will live 10 years longer or your quality of life will be so much better. We don't know that there aren't long term studies that mm -hmm. say that, except in rats and I don't even quite know. About Should that. we try and get David Sinclair on here? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I'm also a little bit scared of these people mm. that believe so. <laughs> you know, like there are guys on YouTube that, you know, technically they're scientists, but they drink their own urine, and I'm just like, that <laughs> can't be sane. You know, like I, I know you're educated, but I something about this seems sus. I remember like first learning about like drinking your own urine, like, cause it was like 
in like the dire case of like you're in the woods, Mm -hmm. you need to drink something, it is sterile, but like choosing to do that, Insane. What are you doing? What are you doing? We, we still have, have liquid water. IV for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There yeah. are other things that you can put in your water. Until we run out of water and liquid IV, there is no reason to drink your pee. No. That, that is my little poem of the day. Great catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, that's, that's my thing. I just, I don't believe in torturing yourself in this life in order to extend it because what would that accomplish? You're just going to extend your life so you can torture yourself for longer. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me. Um, that being said, I would love to know about David Sinclair's quality of life. Like, is he so happy? Does he have so many friends? Like, That's a good question. I would love to know. Because you can read, like, I- I've seen a lot of information online just from after reading this email, looking him up. And, and there's a lot about, like, he, over the, the course of trying these methodologies out he's quote decreased his biological age by 10 years but what does that really mean like does yeah. that mean he's laughing more yeah i don't know you know there's um while we're on the subject of business there's a, a book that's called like never eat alone and it's about like having meals with people so that you can like make share and connections the, yeah. and share and collaborate and stuff and it's like david sinclair cannot do this no, he he just has to sit at meals and not eat while other people eat. Can you imagine how crazy he would look at a group dinner? I mean, he would look like me when I was on the master cleanse. True. I literally would go to dinners and just sit there. It was not cool. I mean, that's torture yeah. also. Yeah. I, it's just a more extreme version of of any crash diet or any I I'm just I'm not a I'm not a fan of of fasting. I think it's it's mentally really not great for you to go the whole day without eating. And then I mean, only- like people do it for Ramadan, right? Like they, and that is yeah, a but completely that's different. Temporary. It's temporary. And that's and for religious reasons. Yeah. Totally different. Thank you for saying that though. Yeah. Cause that's an important distinction yeah. to make. Also, you know, for Yom Kippur, like yeah. obviously if you fast that day, sure. Mm-hmm. But as a lifestyle, I just think it's so unnecessary and, and mentally taxing. Lest, uh, lest we forget that um, stress also contributes to aging. Yeah. So I want to live a, um, a lower stress life. And, and for me, intermittent fasting is not the move. This is all to say, I understand why you were outraged. Same. You ask in this, do, you, do we think it's irresponsible for them to book somebody like this? It, it might be, but then again, this is just one person's philosophy, and um, it could be food for thought, food yeah, for conversation. Yeah, like I, I, I would not be personally offended that somebody hired this speaker. I would be like, why though? I mean, I, I, I would know? think, like, yeah, it's odd, but I see where it came from. I see it's like you know these are senior citizens what who the fuck do we get to talk to them somebody who talks about anti-aging yeah yeah they probably didn't even look into him that deeply you know because he has the credentials and Mm -hmm. and whatever but um yeah if anybody has a connect we'll book him on the pod (laughs) oh my god but we should like maybe with someone else too who's a scientist yeah somebody who's pro because i could see us just being like (laughs) Totally. <laughs> no, I know. See, this is the thing. If I was in this presentation, I, I I might even be like, oh, well, it, it seems like the rats are doing okay. You know, maybe. <laughs> the rats are going to hate this diet. They, oh, the, the rats. Justice for the rats also. Like, 
Did one rat pull the short straw? And that was the rat that had to age. I don't you know. know. What I, mean? I don't know. Yeah. One of the rats gets to stay young forever, and the other rat just has to grow old like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for writing in. Yeah. And thanks for coming to the show. You guys were really nice audience members. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. If you didn't like it, don't write us a review. <laughs> yeah, stay out of it. And uh, don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, subscribe to the show. Follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And remember, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.